And we're live. I have a special PSA before we begin. Um, his, his lordship, Lord Chosen One, kind of has gone away. Yes. He's, yes, he's he's dead. Yes, Just he like Cal Chichesta, he uh, <laughs> he signed a non-disclosure agreement about his mixtape, and and one of those terms is he would go to hell. He's been banished, and he's dead. I'm sorry, but the show. This is Two Shades of Brown. Your semi fuck it we just record every we try to get a couple episodes in a month yeah yeah basically yeah so we don't have a fixed schedule or a script we just do this on the fly yeah uh, this is episode six and i'm sadek and i'm a christian and yep we do the show on the fly just like hideo kojima's writing right uh starting with uh we're gonna be talking about the big ones apple uh Google, Microsoft, starting with Apple. Yeah, Apple uh, had an event like three weeks ago. And, uh, <laughs> the devices are out, the reviews are in, and it's basically not much of an upgrade if you're coming. Yeah, in. you should buy a OnePlus One. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't don't support OnePlus. No, or no. Well, seriously, do not support that. Yeah, uh, not, in all seriousness. But so there's uh, two phones announced: the 6s and the 6s Plus. Right. S cycles like it's like Intel's TikTok. We're currently on. Actually, I don't know which is the tick, which is the talk. But we're on the off cycle. We're on the S. Yes, Broadwell. Broadwell right now is the off cycle. Haswell was sort of a big upgrade. Um, same with the S phone. So if you're coming from a six or a six plus, it's not really that much, there's not really that much of an upgrade. Uh, but if you're coming from say, uh, like a five S, um, yeah, it's, it's a big upgrade because a faster processor, more Ram for like the for the longest time they added more Ram. And of course, uh, 3d touch. Uh, formerly, the artist formerly known as Force Touch. For the, using <laughs> I, don't, Apple I, I don't get why they why they did that naming. Because Force with... Touch is it's a little tone deaf. Yeah, I suppose it's a little aggressive. It's like yeah. hey, it's like a, like say for example Tinder. Like Tinder adds a 3D touch thing. If it was Force Touch, it'd be like Force Touch that girl's face, and you'll get some more options. And you like super like her, and like you see her, that kind of gets a little weird. Uh, I, yeah, I see. Um, yeah, that was probably a marketing uh, thing, uh, except except for the part where they you know photoshopped the girl to smile on stage, which was just fantastic. That was those are in the iPad Pro, which uh, <laughs> we're not going to go in depth with the iPad Pro. He is just it's not even out there. Just buy a Surface Pro. <laughs> just buy a Surface Pro or a regular iPad. Because if I get the pencil, maybe yeah. if you like had an iPad Air, I just don't. I don't see where the uh, until Apple. I mean, Apple has added multitask in iOS, right? But I don't know. Uh, well, yes, this is the first release. Well, it's like you have stuff like picture in picture and. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because we covered that on our iOS review last yep, time. We did. So go, so go listen to that. Yeah, yes. go listen to that. That'll be in the link, which you can, uh, the show notes, rather, which you can find at twoshadesofbrown.com. Right. But we're going to save judgment on the iPad Pro until it launches. But my, my hunch is that for the price, you'd be better off of a Surface Pro. Yeah. So are we done with Apple today? Is there? There's uh, not much no. to talk about. I mean, the iPhones, for they have a new color, Bros Gold, as I like to call it. Yes, and you should gold. buy buy your <laughs> iPhones in rose gold. That's basically that. That's the end of that color thing. Space uh, gray not worth it. Space gray all day. No. Yes. 
<laughs> but we're just glossing over the iPhones because they're, they're new iPhones. They're, they're good phones. They're great cameras. Great battery life. Even if the battery is smaller, iOS nine is real great battery improvements. Yes. Yeah, the tests show that um, the battery life is pretty much the same, even with the smaller a milliamp hour. And there also is um, so there's a little there's a little a gate right. You know, we had Ben Gazi last year, <laughs> and this year we have uh, there's so Apple. Outsources the two oh, yes. plants um, that manufacture their chips, TMSC and Samsung, because yeah. owning your own chip actually is uh, really expensive. Anantech did a really good article on this, and their yeah. conclusion basically it's was like a two to three percent difference in battery life, that's, right? That's what Apple said, but Anantech's conclusion was there's not enough data; they don't have enough phones to test like a variant on the what they call the uh, silicon lottery. Essentially, the way silicon chips are developed, which is more complicated than uh, most people think it is, um, there's there's a certain variance even within the same chipset by the same manufacturer. So yeah, so you have TSMC and Samsung chips. There's going to be some variance, but the variance is probably nothing noticeable uh, to the average user. So don't worry about it. Just buy an iPhone. Just buy an iPhone and be happy. And <laughs> just buy an iPhone, really. That's the, the end this of podcast story. totally not sponsored by Apple. Uh, speaking of sponsored by Apple, uh, Nexus devices, you know, 6P. I'm going to ignore that. Gonna ignore <laughs> that, that was a terrible segue. Don't mind that me. Was, it's, okay, anywho, Google had a Nexus event where they announced new potatoes. Um, <laughs> the 5X, which is the successor to the... Everything it was actually, you know, the original Nexus Five wasn't a potato minus mm -hmm. the camera. Everything else is pretty all right with it. Nexus Six had a terrible screen, terrible camera, and it was just Dude, big, bulky. Yeah, that thing, that thing you could probably like tie it to a stick and use it as a hammer. It really <laughs> wasn't that great of a phone. But Huawei is making the Six P, which is a terrible name, <laughs> which is a um, five point seven inch screen. Right. Bezels are small to unibody aluminium. Uh, encasing yeah. the Nexus 5X is the successor to the Nexus 5. It right. is it is a similar like design. It's a little bit more rounded, but yeah, it's the LG design. Sort of plastic, yeah. Yeah. that same kind of plastic build, polycarbonate, I believe. The same thing Nokia uses in their, or Nokia used to use before they got shattered by Microsoft in their uh, in their phones, which is fine. Polycarbonate is perfectly a great. It's a really good material to build. They your phone both out. have fingerprint sensors and what Google is calling Nexus imprint. It's that name is terrible. It's um, it's what it's using the new uh, fingerprint APIs in uh, mm -hmm. Marshmallow. And I believe they're using Synaptics fingerprint sensors. I might be wrong. Uh, I don't think I because nobody has the devices yet. We can't tell. Because... But it's the same. I know Samsung bought their own, right? Samsung's using their own in-house fingerprint sensor. It's the yes. same one the HTC uses because on the HTC on the One M uh, Max or One M Eight. Max or 1M9, whichever one's the current one, yeah. the Chinese version, right? That had the right. same sort of fingerprint sensor on yep. the back. And Huawei, Huawei has another phone that they did before the Nexus that already had a fingerprint sensor on the back. Uh, I can't remember the name of the phone, but it's essentially the same style. So manufacturers are, so we're going to finally see some good fingerprint integration into Android. Yeah, Why? but the more the more important question about these phones is how much of a potato is bad as a camera. I, I don't think the cameras are this that bad this year, especially with the. I, uh, I, it's it's time to stop giving Google a pass. I don't care if they're not that bad. They need to be good. They need to be as good as the S6. They need to be good as the iPhone and as good as the G4. I mean, the 6B is 
pricing yeah. is up there. It's, it's but they're both the five X and the six P is the same camera, right? It's just the flash that is different on both of them and the processor. So the A10 on the six P um, allows it to do one twenty frames per second yes. video, mm-hmm. and, and the uh, eight oh eight. Yeah, eight oh eight on the five uh, X doesn't. Or it can, but probably not as well. So they, they decided to remove it. So actually, I think maybe Google might have been inspired by Kanye because we have the 5X, which is 808s and Heartbreak. And then you have the 810, <laughs> which is 810s and Heatbreak. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how they will, uh, because this is supposedly the, what, the 2.0 edition of the uh, 810 chips at this sure, point. Yeah. That, one, yeah, that one where that one doesn't heat us up, heat not up really. as much. The uh, they fixed it in their process in their chip stuff, but it's still fun to make fun of Qualcomm for it because this original that original batch of phones really did get hot. Yeah, that was uh, Qualcomm's big mistake over there. Yeah. But the devices are all right. You know, it's they're not really amazing designs. They're not inspiring in any way. It's generic slobs of plastic and metal. The um. The Nexus 5, 6P, though, has, like, windshield... What is the chin? It's like a... You know, all cameras these days, right? On phones have camera bumps. Like a bump, because, yeah. yeah, because uh, the camera sensor's too big and you want to... You don't want to sacrifice okay, so the head. bump is there on the 6P because the rest of the body is, like, aluminum? Yeah, that's where they put the antennas. The, but it looks uh, like a scanner. <laughs> like, if you ever see, like, a scanner at, like, a supermarket, the ones that the handgun scanners, it kind of has that similar design to also, it. Also, the bump isn't as pronounced as it, the renders make it look or the pictures. It is actually yeah. pretty subtle. Like you can, uh, you can't like rest your entire f- your uh, index finger under it, right? No, no, not really. It's pretty subtle. Yeah, and camera bumps are not new. They they are basically like the cameras have to go somewhere. You have to put the physical physics thing going on. You gotta put them somewhere. Yeah. So, so these hard these devices are they're they're Nexus devices. If you like that kind of stuff, you're gonna buy it. Um, it's all it really depends on the software. That I think it's a theme with phones this year, right? <laughs> it's like they're all good. No one's doing anything super special. It depends on what what software you want to run on it. And the software being um, Android, Android six six point oh. Yep, Marshmallow. Marshmallow, which is spelled with an A and not an E. Pointing that out. Right, I spelled it right in the in the brainstorm document apparently. Or Google Docs autocorrected it. Yeah. Um, but it is it is a uh, out, and I've heard good things about it. I'm still waiting for it to roll out to my Android TV because all my other Android devices will never get that. Oh, you have you have a Nexus TV, or a Nexus player. Sorry. Yeah, but it is yet stage rolled out, right? It has yeah, stage rolled out. You can probably. I'm not gonna sideload onto my <laughs> my dad uses that for Netflix. I'm not I'm not gonna drive over to this thing and be like, hey, let me just sideload Android onto your TV real quick. <laughs> nah, I'm good. It's probably a more involved process than the phones because the phones you just uh, put it into a flash. What is it? Uh, what mode is it called? Uh, can't even remember. It's been a while since I've used a Nexus phone. Recovery mode? No, boot mode. Fast boot. Fast there boot, you go. Yeah. Put it into fast boot. Put it into fast boot and yeah. just. ADB. Uh, I don't have any uh, device. So the uh, new features, though, in uh, Android M, uh, as I'm going to refer biggest, to it. The biggest one is probably now on tap. Now on tap, yeah. Which, for those of you who don't know, uh, which, um, incidentally, Microsoft copped it. Like, two weeks before Android M dropped, <laughs> they released an update to the Bing app for Android that's the exact same thing. And not on Windows Phone, because why support your own platform? But that's a story for another day. 
And it's basically you hold down the home button and it will, what I imagine takes a screenshot of the page, right? right? And does a bunch of OCR detection on it. And, fe- and feeds gives it you to relevant Google. cards. Yeah, feeds it to Google and gives you relevant cards on things on the page. Just say, for yeah. example, you're reading an article on George Clooney on The Verge because they don't write about tech anymore there. They write about <laughs> soap operas now. It's official. And um, so George Clooney doesn't even act in soap operas. But <laughs> think of someone else. But still, so you, it would bring up a card about George Clooney. And say, for example, it's talking about his latest movie, The Martian. Right. George Clooney is the lead character in The Martian, as we all know. Uh, Martian is set on Venus. <laughs> and so it would tell you... It, if it's, it would say, for example, right, the sentence is as George Clooney in the movie The Martian, it would detect the movie modifier before The Martian. It would give you trailers to the YouTube thing and all that. Right. But if it was to say the book anywhere in the uh, web page you're viewing, yeah. it would give you references to the book. Yeah. Yeah. So, essentially, uh, words. Uh, so, essentially, it makes Google now faster to get to, really. That's what it is. Uh, and easier to input data into, which which has been a problem with Google now. The problem with Google now is uh, you really didn't have any control over the data you put into it. It sort of just kind of sucked data out from like Gmail and whatever. Uh, and but with, with like Google now too, right? You had to go looking for it. Yes, with this, with this, with this, basically, it's like a Google search. You just feed the data into it, and it gives you its its best guess. So. And then sooner or later, Google just starts sticking ads in there and stuff because it's got to monetize it somehow. I mean, well. they're probably right. I, I, sooner or later, they're going to start doing ad cards in Google now, right? You know, that's been a thing that because they are now allowing certain um, ads in Gmail on the Gmail app for Android. No, I mean, into Google now, they're, they're integrating with third party apps for yeah, custom sure. cards. Um, and they said that they're going to be very strict with those because uh, obviously they're trying to avoid um, issues. Google's already in a lot of uh, legal problems regarding antitrust and whatnot all over the world. Break up alphabet, man. Hashtag Jake Wheeze. Uh, you just said that now. Why did you say that? Speaking of Jake Wheeze, um, Microsoft. Oh, that, no, no, wait, we still, <laughs> I thought, speaking of Jake Weas, let's talk about the privacy features in Android M. That's right. the segue oh, okay. you wanted. Yes. Actually, that, not, basically, not Microsoft. Not Microsoft, but the, we're, a lot of M's today. A lot of M's. Um, permissions, permissions, granular, and permissions. So you can, it's like iOS, where you can give permissions to, say, uh, use the camera, um, use location, all and the it's content. not all at runtime, right? It's not no, all when you're it's, it's, so it's when it's when the app needs it, right? Say for example, you like open Snapchat, and until you slide, until you add a location to your um, your picture, that's when it'll ask you for location mm-hmm. rather than just having access to your GPS off the bat. Right. So it's not runtime permission. They're changing the model. They're moving away from it. Uh, but a thing that is, uh, you have to target the Marshmallow SDK for apps to actually take uh, effect, uh, use that feature. And apps that are not targeting the Marshmallow SDK, um, they're not gonna, they're not gonna ask for permissions. They're gonna use the old runtime permission system. Yep, and because of how Android works, it's gonna take a while for most apps to be upgraded to the uh, L manifest stuff, or yeah. M manifest rather. Right, so 
you're gonna you're gonna if you're using an access phone don't expect all your apps to be all uh, not using runtime permissions yet. It's going to take a while. And if you're on a carrier phone and you somehow manage to get an update to Android Marshmallow, the carrier apps on your phone or the OEM bundled apps are most likely not going to have the permission system as well. Speaking of carrier updates, can we talk about Motorola for a bit? Okay, actually, I'm upset about this, right? Because I bought my my, my parents a uh, a Moto E, right? Needed right. a new phone, mm-hmm. and so I was like, it's a cheap one. It was an it was an AT and T branded one, right? So I was wait, I was like, you know, updates might take a little bit longer, but it did get five point one in a timely manner, right? So I was like, all right, that's fine. He can wait a little bit for an update as long as it comes. Yeah, I'm okay with waiting a little bit for the carrier stuff, but. Motorola is like, uh, not nah, only a Moto X this year, a Moto G this year, and like a, uh, and not the carrier versions. Yeah, no carrier versions as well for last year's Moto X, last year's Moto X, this year's Moto X, this year's Moto G, and maybe the, the Nexus Six. No Moto E's are getting upgraded, no. even one that came out six months ago. Yep. Yeah, that's the that's the worst part. Um, it's their new phones, relatively speaking, and Motorola is already like. Nope, we can't. We we can't upgrade them, and they they're you're not saying iOS, you get, uh, why. Two just... years. Apple supports their phone for two years. Throwing <laughs> it out there, two year minimum. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's really bad for people who bought Moto E's on like or Moto G's on the promise that they would get like timely upgrades to at least Marshmallow. The best part about it too is right, five point one point one rolled out, and Motorola rolled that out to every single phone they had, so they can. The PR people were saying that they rolled out one f- update. What are you talking about? We guarantee one update. We rolled out a point one update. That's your update, and that's real shitty. Yes, that's yeah, that's just that's really bad. bad. That's and they haven't said why the Moto E is excluded. Like, if there's a technical reason, at least runs, say that it runs with a Snapdragon two ten. Yes, it came out this year. <laughs> that's that's not an old chip. Their Android Wear devices are upgrading. They're going to be upgraded to the M release of Android Wear that are running that right now. Uh, Motorola. I don't know what the reason is. They haven't stated it, and yeah, it's, it's annoying. It's, it's a bad situation all around for everybody. So buy an iPhone. <laughs> oh, just buy, buy an Nexus device if you really, if you really want. If you don't want a camera, if you if you want to carry a camera with you, you buy an Nexus. So buy, buy the buy the cheaper Nexus and buy like a good point and shoot. That's my. Speaking of which, uh, Sony's uh, offshooting their. Uh, Aren't they? Did they officially announce it, or was that a rumor that they were going to... I haven't to... heard anything about this. I think it's probably a rumor. Their camera lens business, I thought they were going to uh, spin it out. Maybe. I don't know why they would, because it's probably very profitable to them. Well, they could basically like you know spin out everything except PlayStation and their camera lens business <laughs> and finally start turning a profit. Speaking of PlayStation, <laughs> this, is, this was not on the list of topics, but I just wanted to mention... That the PlayStation's got got a discount in the U.S. and in Canada. PlayStation thirty dollars in Canada, fifty in the U.S. Yes, uh, and I would recommend if you're planning on getting one, this is probably the best time. But but the the Xbox One is still three fifty in Canada, <laughs> so, which is actually nice on Microsoft, right? Right. Same pricing in the U.S. and in Canada right. and in the U.K. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is probably taking a little bit of a hit on it, right? But yes, not, definitely, they definitely. A lot of a lot of other companies, right, are upping the prices in Canada and the U.K. and other parts of Europe because mm-hmm. of how weak the dollar is. Compared oh, the to- Canadian dollar is really weak right now, and yeah. that's not helping. But yes, the the Nathan the Nathan Drake collection looks very interesting because of the Uncharted games. I want to play them all. 
our unofficial Sony correspondent, Mark, will be posting a review on that. He will be on the show for that episode. <laughs> Speaking of uh, games, Xboxes and games, Microsoft finally had an event. They started with Xbox, but they, they started with X. They started with... Although, actually, I should point out, I did get the upgrade to Windows 10 on my Xbox to beta test it. Right. And it's broken. It's real broken. <laughs> the Wi-Fi is broken on it. Um, Party's broken on it. It yeah. just randomly tur- crashes, turns off. It's it's basically around where Windows Phone 10 and Windows uh, 10 were at when they first started their Insider program, which is fine, right? But right. compared to other Xbox beta builds, it's really broken. But yeah, so, it is big, so much faster. Upgrade. It's a big upgrade. The so. new UI is so much faster, man. I'm looking forward to it when it finally comes out. It's going to be fantastic. Cortana will not be coming until next year, although you can enable it in the current preview builds if you mess around in developer settings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, they announced, uh, so they announced a dev kit, which... For HoloLens. For HoloLens, yeah. Which is, uh, is $3,000, by the which way. Which is not that... Before, it seems expensive, right? No, it's not expensive. It's but it's self-contained, too. It's a self-contained dev like, kit. Oculus, they sold their DK1 for 300 but... The PC to run it back in 2011, if I remember when it came out correctly, right? You'd be pushing a couple thousand anyways with the... Yeah, yeah this is not yeah. meant for consumers, obviously. This is uh, this is for developers uh, to get their hands on the device really early in the development circle yeah. cycle. And to be fair, this a lot of this high price is probably inflated just to weed out the people who yes, buy it. Yes, definitely. It's definitely... Uh, that sort of thing going on. It's like Google Glass sort of thing going on. Um, I think it's invite only as well, so you have to apply and they accept you and then you buy it, just like Google Glass. But Microsoft is still misleading with their HoloLens demos because the field of view, I want you (laughs) actually, here's what we're gonna do. Stick up, if your phone is five inches and above, stick it up right up to your eyes and extend your arms just a little bit. So like you stick it up to your face and extend your arms a little bit where you can see both of your hands and your peripheral, right? Right. If you and that is the viewpoint of Hololens from all the journalists that have used it before. It's a little. I mean, it's technology in progress. It's not perfect at this point. But uh, I think though that Microsoft's doing it where, although their demos right, everything's fully immersed. It's just not. Well, yes, they're trying to sell the product, but uh, you got to take it with a grain of salt, especially at yeah. this stage. Of- I think it just might maybe hurt them in the long end because I don't think the first revision of it's going to have a full field of view. Probably not. Uh, first revision is probably going to be pretty shitty and nobody's going to buy it. And then they talked about the phones. <laughs> um, with, uh, firstly, yeah. I need to talk. I, do you want, Sadik, I had a question for you, firstly. All right. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to learn how to be productive like a boss? Yes, I do. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This, the joke we're making right now is Brian Roper. Dude was he's he was Microsoft had some really interesting prevent. Yes, probably the most interesting. This guy legit was demoing the phones, and I quote entirely said, "And with that, I can be productive anywhere like a boss." And then yeah. walks off stage. Yes, he just like drops the mic and walks off stage. That's beautiful. Beautiful present presentation uh, right there, and of course, Panos uh, Panay who did the presentation for the rest of the uh, conference. So he presented the the phones. He was super excited about the Lumia phones, which we will talk about for a bit. He's pumped. The credit was pumped here. Pumped. <laughs> He's pumped. But so I think we should start with the phones. 
and uh, work our way down from in order them being announced, right? Right. Microsoft had the most interesting press event, right? They announced, we gloss over Apple and Google because in all honesty, Apple and Google announced things that we knew they were going to announce. It leaked heavily. We, yep. it, they're the more incremental updates. And for Google, for example, they announced it to Android tablet, which I'm not going to touch upon because <laughs> beautiful hardware, software is garbage. It's no, it's at this point, Google's in like in an identity crisis right now. And Apple is just doing Apple, and they're going to keep on winning because they make really cool stuff. So yep. it's like Microsoft's more interesting thing because of how behind they are in certain aspects, right? Yeah, that's true, yeah. And uh, so they announced the new Lumia phones, which were leaked to all hell. And they're the high-end Lumia phones. They're in-between phones. They are the last known phones from Nokia that Nokia had in plan. Right. And Sad next day. year's Panopsone is going to be adding the phones. Next year it's going to be... I really hope they don't call it a service phone because that's a terrible name. <laughs> that's an absolutely garbage name. I don't care if the Surface brand has recognition. Do not call it a Surface phone because Surface book as is, that name is not that great. <sighs> I have some thoughts about that, yeah. So continue. But the um, the phones this year, it's a smaller, it's a 950 and a 950 XL. 950 right. is an 808. 950 XL is an 810. They're uh, two gigs, two, uh, no, Three gigs of RAM on both, if I'm correct. Both take SD cards, by the yeah, way. Yeah, both have micro SD cards, movable backs, uh, replaceable batteries. They both last you like a week on battery because it's Windows Phone. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Continuum. And Continuum. Yeah. yeah. Continuum was actually impressed me a lot. The way the demo was done, I was super impressed, by the way. It was. So, to backtrack, though, Continuum, Microsoft's been talking about this for a while. If you've been paying right, for yeah. something new, but Continuum is where, by the way, you don't need the dock. It is it does support Miracast. Mm -hmm. So if you have a Bluetooth and a keyboard mouse, right? Or right. Bluetooth keyboard and Bluetooth mouse, you can plug, so connect both of those to the phone, and you can push your t you push your phone out to a TV, for example, if your TV supports Miracast. Yeah. And it uses your phone TV as a monitor, and you can use a keyboard and mouse. Or your phone screen imagine, is pushing out to the TV as the TV is a monitor. Let me rephrase. I would that. imagine for most people, it'd be easier to get the dock if they want to use. Yeah, it's a hundred dollar dock. Sports USB Type C. And plug Ethernet. It into a monitor. And Ethernet. Yeah. Plug it into a monitor. Plug it into a keyboard and mouse, and you can use Windows Universal apps, right? So all the first party Microsoft ones work. Microsoft Office, all that works fine. You get the desktop versions on there. Yep. You get multitasking, proper multitasking. You can, you can multitask on the phone while doing things on the uh, monitor. Yep. For the first revision, Microsoft is not enabling two apps on the uh, TVs or on right. the monitors. You cannot. You can only run one app right now right. because of just um, hardware limitations. Yep. Because even with three gigs of RAM, if you start doing things on the phone and you're running two apps at once, you're going to start running into RAM constraints there, and yep. the processor will probably start throttling a little bit too because this is yeah. ARM. Yeah, definitely throttling thermal uh, shutdowns and whatnot. So, but otherwise, it's really fantastic tech. I, I don't know any other big tech company right now who's. And some of you might say, some of you might say, Ubuntu Phone did it first. But guess what? This is actually shipping. <laughs> this is actually shipping, which I need to make an important distinction because Motorola tried it, that failed. The Unity for Ubuntu's phones are going to do it, but that is not shipped. Canonical has not done it. It's, it's in beta right now. You can build your own Ubuntu phone builds. I have it built in, but I don't. It's not shipping, and that's what matters. Yeah. And so, what's really special, what's interesting about this, right, is that we go back to I was saying 
there's gonna be a service phone next year, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's very clear that people of Intel have been talking about it, that they're working with Microsoft on a phone. And the new Atoms, the mobile ones especially, are pretty good. A couple of Chinese devices that ship with them, they have great battery mm -hmm. life. The Asus Zen phone, yep, that's yes. another great phone. Ships of an Intel processor, you couldn't tell. Yep, definitely. And, Intel's definitely making big moves. In mm -hmm. the, uh, and in next the year's models. a talk cycle as well, right? Yep. Or a tick. Next year's a big cycle for Intel. That's where all their big processor, the big updates are going to be released. And so it's going to basically, the plan is that you can run Win32 apps on your phone. Mm-hmm and still use it as a phone, right? So you could run Google Chrome or desktop apps, although don't run Chrome on your phone because it might just blue screen because of all the RAM being consumed. <laughs> I imagine Microsoft would make it really limited, right? But yeah. the plan for Continuum is that you can run all Windows apps, right? That's, yeah. that's the end game here. PC yeah. phone shipping Intel processors. And then, of course, you're thinking right now, if I can buy a Surface phone for like 700 bucks, buy a Surface Pro 4, Surface Book, buy a Windows, I have a desktop. But like the interesting part here, right, is where your phone in countries and areas where your phone is your only computer. That's right. Where it's interesting. Yes. Because right now it's a cool feature to have. It's not that useful. But in a couple of years, where it starts to trickle down, where the service phone next year, right, ends up being the one hundred dollar Microsoft phone. That's mm -hmm. where Continuum really will shine. Yep, and that's why I'm excited for Continuum as technology. It's really, I mean, people say that you have a small phone in your pockets, but I mean, small computer in your pockets. Um, how much of that is actually true? Uh, Microsoft is really bringing that to the forefront with Continuum. It's just yep. crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy things, Surface Pro 4, it was not crazy. It was expected. But they brought the thunder and played ACDC. Oh, yes. Like, he's the Panos Panay, he legit said, you know, some people have been trying to copy us this year. But it was either we reinvent the category or we bring the thunder, and we decided yep. to bring the thunder. Yep. And to be fair, this thing, so the it's base model ships of a Core M, which is like only $800. And that's the one that's comparable to an iPad Pro. Mm -hmm. But any of the ones out there, you can get like a full Core i7. It's the uh, U variant of it, right? Yeah. You know, for, but it's still powerful. It's, it's Core i7, it's still powerful. The battery's bigger. It's thinner. It's, it's lighter. Thin. The screen's bigger, but it's the same profile. Because the bezels. The bezel. yes. They remove the Windows button. Yep. Which is fine because Windows 10 now has a Windows button on the taskbar, which is always there. Right. They um, fans new fan system, liquid cooling in there. Mm -hmm. The pen is now redesigned with new pen tips. You can switch out pen tips because you and you can erase. You can yes, you can erase. erase by flipping, which is a huge thing. Yes, I yes. use my Surface Pen a lot. Yep. And it is really, I mean, it's gonna be fantastic with OneNote, really. Like, I'm just envisioning like it's a perfect OneNote machine. Yeah, and um, you can um, the new type cover, which they have like they have chiclet keys now, which some people might hate those, but compared to the mesh keys they had last yeah, time, yeah, it's so much better. The trackpad is fifty percent bigger, definitely. And it's a trackpad. And better backlighting. Oh, um, better the, backlighting. Each individual key is now backlit like the new MacBook. It has butterfly switches like the new MacBook as yep. well. So it, basically, the trackpad improvement is really... Uh, it's really, it's really the reason I upgraded. Uh, keys or whatever. Mm -hmm. Keys, I can live with those. But like the trackpad, I need I need it. But they didn't release one for the Surface 3 because Microsoft hates us. Yeah, but I can get one for the Surface Pro 3, so I'm happy. And they also have a fingerprint sensor on certain models of the Surface type cover, right. which I imagine they did it for Enterprise, but it's also backwards compatible with the Surface Pro 3. Yep, that's... Uh, and there's an iris scanner, 
on the oh, Surface Pro 4. That's yeah. Windows Hello, right? They do face Windows. sensing with your, they have an iris scanner, just like the new Lumia's do as well. Yeah. For Windows Hello. But we're, go- we're going all in with the biometrics here. Yep. Um, and, and it's not like iris scanner as in it's, it's so I want to make a distinction here because some people think it's like retina scanners. Retina and iris scanners are two different things. Retina scanners, you have to hold it up to your eyeball and it scans your eyeball for a good second. Iris scanners is that it maps your face mm-hmm. and it detects it that way using facial rec- that type of facial recognition. And so the um, it's it's a good just buy it. Yep. It's like the iPhone. <laughs> just buy it. It's, it's a good device that you can get but a terabyte. It, of, you can get it, a terabyte it, SSD in it. You yep. can get sixteen gigs of RAM. Like just buy it. They they did the Apple thing where they did one more thing and they announced a laptop. A, a laptop. Um, the my, first Microsoft laptop, really. Um, and uh, if you if you can hear something in the background, it's a subtle noise of HP and Dell crying. <laughs> yes. Yep. Definitely. Uh, definitely the uh, the OEMs that make higher end uh, Windows laptops are just like wait Microsoft. That was our market. You just killed. Uh, See, this thing is a full-on full MacBook thing competitor, is, MacBook is, Pro competitor. This, you can get discrete graphics in this. It is a, I do not know which one. I don't think Microsoft has revealed which is a GPU. It's a dedicated GPU. It's an NVIDIA one. Mm-hmm. And they're running, I think, three instances of Adobe Premiere at the same time, and it was rendering smoothly at 60 frames yeah. per second. Also, a couple things. The hinge, it's detachable. It's so... Um, I need to I need to frame what happened here, all right? So he introduces a laptop, right? He's like, "This is the laptop, you know. It's really powered. We have batteries in the screen and in the keyboard." And I'm like, "Okay, that's interesting. There's a dedicated uh, graphics chip in the keyboard." And I'm like, "That's okay. I see that. Ports are there. Twelve hour battery life." And then he's like, "All right, you guys, you missed something the first time you watched the video." And he plays it again, and then he just pulls off the keyboard. Yep. You have to realize he's like he's saying this thing has an i7 in it, it has 16 gigs of RAM, it's a two, it's a 512 SSD. And it lasts that long of battery. PS, and it's thin too, which is a thing, right? It looked like a regular laptop. It is really thin, and that's why it got is is like everyone was everyone went crazy there because I was just like, holy shit! Microsoft just did that on screen because you you could fit like it's. You like the people are listening now. You're probably thinking, so what? It you just put the stuff on the screen and that's I mean, it. You know, people, <laughs> people who are listening, I'm going to link the video, the keynote video. Go watch that bit where they demonstrate the Surface Book, and just watch the hinge move. Because you like you look at the hinge now. Like I was thinking, it rotates around, right? It's a convertible. No. That's what I was thinking. And then he pulls it off, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> The engineering feat, though, to get that to where that can yeah, happen. It's, more, it's, it's beautiful. Really. It's just, uh, it, the marketing videos don't do it justice. If you think about it, it's a piece of engineering right there. It's beautiful. Uh, I want to I see one. Like I don't, I don't know if the Microsoft stores have them they yet. They have them yet, yep. Microsoft stores have that in the new Lumias and the Surface Pro 4. I've got to go downtown and give them a look. And then you got to pick up your new type cover, too. Yeah, so that's true. That is. Oh, are those out yet as well with the... Yep. Everything's mm-hmm. out. You can buy new type covers now, yep. No, no, no. The uh, Surface Book starts before October 20th. Okay. But the uh, new type covers for the Surface Pro 3, you can get those now. Um, right. I ordered uh, ordered the controller with the um, wireless uh, dongle thing so I could play on my PC wirelessly. Um, yeah, Xbox controller. yeah, I bought it was a deal for like forty five bucks. So oh, nice, why. yeah. But so basically, think, though, this Microsoft event was crazy. It was just Microsoft really 
over they brought the thunder they bought the thunder like just crazy shit really i mean i wasn't bored like i was like i was expecting to be bored but i was like like they made it entertaining they made it entertaining it was the best tech event of the year and i don't mean that because like i like microsoft stuff right i mean that because like Apple's now dad jokes. That's what Apple's become. And Google is, I, I, I just don't feel the enthusiasm. Google, um, uh, the enthusiasm. Oh, speaking of Google, we completely forgot to talk about one thing. Uh, we're going to talk about the Chromecasts. Yeah, they're, it's fine. They're new Chromecasts. They're like the old ones. Better Wi-Fi. Buy them. <laughs> just buy them. There's uh, an audio uh, one you can plug into your speakers. Buy it because it has AC Wi-Fi. There you I'm, go. I'm gigahertz, yes. AC That's Wi-Fi meets Chromecast. That is and, it, and it, you can you can cast Spotify to it now. It's fantastic. So yeah, but everything's great. Just don't buy a Nexus device. Don't buy an Android tablet. Buy an Apple device. Buy a Surface Pro Four, and be happy and be well. I you think are. that's our show for this week. Basically, yeah. Uh, is there anything else to say, or is that no? That's it. That's it. That's all right. So uh, send your comments to uh, s at sonicas.com. Yep. Uh, you can uh, find me uh, on Twitter at Static Save. You can find the uh, Reborn Christian Colosho at uh, Twitter, Twitter at Chosified, or Calcified as people who I play Destiny with <laughs> call me because they're dyslexic or something. <laughs> All right, with that, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>